Hello, my beautiful and handsome peeps, and welcome back to my The Marked by God series podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying the talk so far. So just get comfy and remember, a new beginning starts with you. Let's go. What's up, my TMBG family? Welcome back. Yes, I said it. It's been a while since I said TMBG family, The Marked by God peeps. It's your host, Shonda. How are you guys doing today? I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are having a great day. I hope you guys are encountering God in the most beautiful, natural way ever. (laughs) Before we get started, I want to ask you a very valuable question to anyone or everyone that's listening. Do you know who my, who your God is? Do you know who he is? And I am saying that with the biggest, hugest smile on my face because I can't wait to share him with you. I can't wait for you to encounter God. If you're on here and you're just like a first time believer or you have been believing and you lost yourself along the way and you're like, I want to get back to God and you're just searching for a podcast that can help you get there. Well, I am hoping and praying that today... I change your life today. I change the way that you see God. I Do you hear those birds? They're agreeing to me too. Today, I am praying and hoping that as I speak, I speak words of life and wisdom unto those who need it and that you receive something or whatever that you were looking for and God just touches your heart and your life from this day forward. Today is May 5th, 2020. Yesterday was May 4th, 2020, my birthday. Let's celebrate. Yeah. Ooh, happy birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Like I said, back to the question that I asked. Or did I even ask the question? Yes, I did. I got so distracted. Do you know who your God, my God is? Oh my gosh, to the people that do not know who God is, to the people that um, don't even know who he is, uh, don't know about the goodness of him, to those who do know but are um, walking further and further away from him because you have probably committed a sin, you probably made a mistake, you probably feel like you're not fit to know who God is or have a relationship with him, that is false. Those are all lies created by the devil, created by the enemy, sometimes created by yourself because you allow the words of the world or the image of the world dictate how you live your life. I want to let you know that God loves you. He loves you so much. He's in love with you. I think and I believe that God loves you more than your family would love you, more than your husband, more than your children, more than your mother, more than your best friend. God loves you more than those people love you because God is our creator and our creator just wants to see us do great. He has, um, we have this spot in his heart that nothing else can fulfill. And guess what? God loves us a little even more than he loves his own angels. <laughs> and I believe that because it's crazy. I watch a lot of movies and um, a lot of people and I just um, hear how God is more compassionate and understanding with us because he wants to see us 
be led righteously in his ways. He wants to see us succeed um, more than what we could ever imagine. So if you are that person that has strayed away from God or feel like God is not listening, he cannot hear you, or you feel like you are not capable of receiving the righteousness of God, I want to tell you that you're wrong. God loves you. He wants you to come to him. He wants you to surrender your life to him. He wants you to see all the good things that he can do for you. I want to let you know that my God is way, it's, it's, he's more than just his powers. He's more than just the things that he does for people. Can I say that my God is compassionate, loving. He's more than just a healer. He's understanding. He is not quick to anger. Come on, guys. When have you ever met someone who's not quick to anger? A lot of us have a little bit of anger in us that uproots sometimes. But God, he's not quick to anger. He is easy to forgiving. And most of the times, that's who we want to be. And I'm promising you, if you turn and look to God, you can be that way. You, we can't exactly be like God, but he made us in his image. And I believe that the things that he has done in this earth before he went to heaven, we can do those exact same things. One, because the power is within our tongues and what we speak. We have, God gave us power, guys. Come on. If you don't believe that, just read. God gave us power. The power is, is in our tongues and the words that we speak. Is the word, Our words is life, holds life and death. That is power, believe it or not. If you're wanting healing, you just all you can do is speak it and it will come if it's meant or whatever. Um, our faith is, to me, is power. Our strength is power. Just a lot of things that God created in us that is so powerful that we have to tap into if we just open our eyes to God and look towards him. So my God is all of the above, loving, caring, kind, compassionate. He's a creator. And for those who do believe but is having a hard time understanding, I want you to know to just lay your life flat for God. Lay it out in front of him. Be intimate and open with him. The same way you're intimate with your friend or your spouse or your boyfriend, God is looking for that same intimacy t times 100. You can be open with him. You can be naked with him. And no, I don't mean physically. Maybe so because we were naked before Eve ate that fruit. But um, emotionally naked, spiritually naked. And what I mean by naked is basically bare. Giving God the full access in the image of your life. And a lot of you may be thinking, I give God my whole life. I, I share with him everything. Maybe there's something that you're too afraid to share with God. Maybe there's things that you feel like you can't discuss with God because you don't want to annoy him or you don't want to, you know, keep talking about the same thing over and over again. No, that is not God. He is not easy to be irritable. He is not easy to get irritated with when we speak to him. Can I tell you guys a big secret or something great? God doesn't care if you share with him, overbear, overbearingly share with him. He wants you to. He wants you to know that he is right there listening to every situation, everything that you have on your mind. He wants to hear it all because guess what? He can fix it. Why wouldn't you want to go to the God who can fix things and heal things and give him every situation a problem? 
he's the one that actually can fix it. Yeah, I know that we can go to our friends for help. We can go to our friends for advice. That's okay because God made two people to be together, even in friends-wise or relationship-wise. But you also have to remember that God is the healer. He, If you actually go to him with your situations, he can heal it because he has the power to. So just remember that my God is not only just here just to splash his power on your life and make you good again he's actually here to listen he can sit and listen if you want him to he's already listening he already knows what's going on but he wants you to share with him because he wants you to know that he's your companion and you can share things with him Mm. sips coffee yeah i have coffee right here um recently my mom bought me a keurig um for like a early birthday gift and i have not been uh, i have been using it nonstop. Uh, ever since I went to college, I have been drinking. I used to hate coffee, but my friend, Victoria Larchevok, sorry, Victoria, if I said your last name wrong, shout out to you. She got me hooked on coffee because I would used to make her coffee. And I was like, let me taste this. And I used to work and stay up late. And I was like, let me get some coffee. And now I like coffee. And I have been using this Keurig since the day I got it. Mm. And it tastes really good. But back to the point. Yeah, so that's who my God is. So to anyone that's listening that you may need this, that's who my God is. And don't only just go by what I view God as. Read, you know, tap into your spirituality. Talk to God. Speak to God. He's listening. It doesn't matter. If I could tell you guys, I am not perfect. I am not a saint. If you knew what I had to go through to get to this point, um, then you'd be like, wow, okay, well, if God can do it for her, God can do it for me. Let me tell you, God has done it for me. He's still doing it for me. He doesn't, he never stops. He doesn't stop. He doesn't sleep for any of our lives. And I want to let you know that he can do it for you. A sinful person, I've committed a lot of sin and repeatedly turned to God. And yeah, that doesn't sound right, but each day I never gave up. I never gave up. I never turned from God. There were some days where I would say, God, you know, I can't do this anymore. You know, you shouldn't love me. You shouldn't forgive me. But you know what he told me? I have, I will, and I am. And every time that God would forgive me, I would cry. I would cry and just say, why are you forgiving me? Why do you love me like this? Why do you continue to want to see me do great when all I do is hurt you and all I do is disappoint you? And God's just like, I'm not disappointed. I expected this. Remember, I created your life. I built you to, you know, to be this way. Certain things that you're, you're going through, certain things that's troubling you. I already know the outcome. I already know that you're going through this. I already prepped your steps for you, remember? I built you in your mother's womb, remember? So to you guys, remember? God built you. He created you. He knows the plans that he has for you. So, yes. So yesterday, this is the cup of tea for you guys. Yesterday, like I said, was my birthday. I had a great birthday yesterday surrounded by family, friends, and my soon-to-be nephew because, yes, my sister is pregnant, and I'm so excited to be auntie, auntie Chrissy. (laughs) Not the point. But yesterday, I decided that I wanted to do a podcast, an episode, because I wanted to give credit to God, and I felt like yesterday, yes, bird, I hear you. Okay, I am. (laughs) So beautiful. Um, But yeah, yesterday, um, I decided that I wanted to share the word with God because even though yesterday was my birthday, I feel like that that did not mean that I had to stop, that I had to put a pause on really serving God and giving thanks to God. So I just felt this 
desire to make an episode giving thanks to God and just giving him the credit and just rejoicing because I saw another year of four birthday. I am now the age of 22. Woo. Hallelujah. And I would like to share that when I was younger at 22, I swore up and down that I would probably by now be married with kids um, and married, like I said, <laughs> with a career. And it's crazy how your plans sometimes have to go through the yes by God. And I'm grateful that I am not married, that I do not have any kids. I am happily single, figuring out my life, having a deep divine relationship with God, and still getting to know myself on a deeper level. Um, I will talk about that with my next journey in my singleness season because I am doing a... Um, I am doing a follow-up, not necessarily follow-up, but like a little tiny series of just being single into whatever I get in a relationship. But I will share that in another episode. But I just want to let you guys know that um, I am finally, I guess, tapping into God's plan for my life and God's desire for my life. So, yeah, it's it's a struggle, but, you know, it's, it's when isn't it ever a struggle. Um, so yeah, yesterday I was supposed to make an episode. I did make an episode. It was supposed to be uploaded today. And, um, I want to let you guys know that I deleted that or yeah, because I was trying to edit it, but for some reason yesterday, people decided to make a lot of noise and I know I'm outside. I should expect it, but it was really bad yesterday. It was to a point where I couldn't edit certain things out, My upstairs neighbors, a lot of noise outside trucks, trash, and I felt like you guys did not deserve that. So, um, yeah, and it was really deep, and I wanted to it to not be as um, bad as it was, but I really wasn't able to edit it. So I wanted to be honest with you guys. So today I am going – I'm right now in this process of remaking the episode, but yesterday's episode was really, like I said, giving rejoice to God. <clears throat> it was really me sharing God's grace and love in my life and just um, – sharing with you guys the process of getting your life right back with God, back right with God. And um, like I was saying yesterday, I want you guys to know that for anyone that is deciding to turn their life to God or, you know, turn back around to God, for those who are deciding to, you know, go to God who never knew him, I want you to know that it is possible. You can do it. Like I said uh, in the beginning of this episode, I am not perfect. I was a sinful person. I will let you guys know that um, seven years ago, um, my life was a hot mess. Uh, it was not perfect. I went through a lot of things. I was a liar. Um, I was a manipulator, sneaky. I was in and out of, you know, my life with God in this world, and I had one foot in and one foot out, and I was a, basically a lukewarm Christian, and I never thought that I would be here from seven years ago, cannot compare to where I am now, and I am beyond grateful and thankful for the miracle that God has done in my life and that he is continuously doing in my life, and I am grateful, I am honored, I am pleased that God saw me fit uh, to go through the things that I went through and um, to give me this testimony in my life. And I want you guys to know that it is not easy to turn your life to God. 
um, for the people that think it's when you turn your life to God that if you've ever heard that, you know, you'll be healed automatically. That is not true. Um, your life will not be perfect automatically. One thing I will say is that your life will feel new, different, and right when you turn your life to God. You will see life in a whole new perspective. <clears throat> and what I'm saying is you will be healed, but don't think that, you know, when you turn over your life to God that everything is going to be stripped away from you, like you're going to stop lying or you're not going to have temptation. No, I believe that, and for me, um, when I turned my life to God, that's when temptation became stronger. That's when the lies became a little stronger. It's because when you turn your life to God, the devil knows that when you're in God's, and you're, he already knows that you're made in God's image, but he knows that when you tap into your life with God, he knows, he already knows who you're going to become. He already knows the power that God, God holds. And he knows that if you turn your life to God, that time, as time goes on, that you will turn away from his sinful ways. And he does not like that. Your enemies does, uh, does not like that. And I want you to know that it's not going to be easy. It is not going to be a snap of a finger. You're healed. Temptation will come. It at times will become stronger. But it is your response to temptation that um, that is, I feel like, that changes things. It is, is you know, how is your faith in in this situation or in this season, how is your strength in this season? And I believe that when you take up God and you store him into your life, when you store him into, you know, your season or whatever season that you're in and you really embrace God and embrace your situations, then you're going through the process of healing, going through the process of being renewed. And I believe that it's when you actually let God in. A lot of us would like to uh, say, you know, well, God, I'm all in. I let you in. And I give you the control. I know from my experience, that's all I would say because I wanted to keep saying it until I believed it. But at times I would say, hey, God, I'm all in. I want to do this. Let's go. I give you the control over my love life. I give you the control over my school. I give you the control over my family situations. And I wouldn't believe the words that I would say. Um, I wouldn't actually give God the control. I would say that I got, I gave you the control, but my actions proved otherwise. I would try to manipulate situations. I would try to take um, think control over the situations that God could only ha um, have control over. Um, I would try to fight things on my own and handle things on my own. And the outcome of that was feeling the weight and the heaviness of the after effect of the battle. And I want you guys to know that when you really want to turn to God and give your life to God and live right by God, that means your actions have to um, speak louder than your words. Your actions have to follow with, follow up with your words. You have to not only speak it, but do it. Live by it. Um, act by it. If you are giving God the control, give him the control. It's a process. It's hard. It's not going to be easy. But when you're really doing it for God, when you're really devoting it, your life to God, when you're doing it because you want to and you desire to and not because you want to look good, then I truly believe that your life will be turned. Your um, your eyes will be opened to God. The blindfold of this world will be taken off of your eyes. The earmuffs of this world will be taken from out of your ears. You'll be able to hear clearly, see clearly. You you would be able to see all that God is really trying to do for your life. And it's like I said, it's a process. It's it takes time. It takes um, moments. Sorry, take it a drink of my coffee. 
but it's a process and I like I think a lot of us um we get afraid of the word process we get afraid of the word patience we are afraid of uh, the word time I know that I am I was um I wanted things when I wanted it I wanted to be healed when I wanted to because I didn't want to live through or go through um the storm or the fire I wanted to be led out of it I wanted a shortcut uh when it God would tell me not yet, I would catch a hissy fit and like, no, I want it now. Or I try to force myself to say, well, I think, I believe that God is telling me it's now. And I created a bigger mess for myself. And one thing I love about God is that no matter the mess that you get yourself into, no matter the mess that you make, God would get you out of that mess, lead you through that mess. He will clean you up and God will not hold it against you. How other people do, humans do, people that we know do. They'll help you get out of a situation, and their favorite line is either I told you so, or I knew that I was right, or you should have listened to me. <laughs> but can I say that God's response <laughs> is neither of those things? God's response is, like he told the lady who was bleeding, uh, she was bleeding badly for years, and just because she touched a piece of God and she believed that if she even touched him, or even if she was near him, that she would be healed, and what um, God, even what God said to the lady that people were throwing stones at her, I believe she was um, the one that um, was committing adultery or sin. Um, and I'm sorry if I don't know my Bible like that. I do know my Bible, but <laughs> I'm not looking at the story. I'm, I'm going back based off of what I've read, what I've read, if I known. But I believe it was the lady that was that committed adultery, and she was basically sleeping around. And people, the people wanted to cast a stone on her. And the guys, people wanted to cast the stone. And God told them, if you have never sinned or done wrong, then you shall cast the first stone. And, you know, they didn't because they know that they were not perfect. But the whole thing was God told her. He healed her. And he told her, go from here and do not sin anymore. You are healed. I don't know those are exact words, but, um, and I feel like that's most of us in our lives. Um, when you go to God and turn to God, you are healed. You are, um, made new. And he's, his response is go and do not sin anymore. And unlike people that we know in our lives, when we share our sins with them, their response is either to look at you in disgust, judgment, or to um, not necessarily give you the advice that you need because you need it, but to give you the advice to prove themselves right. But God told the people that wanted to stone her, you have no room to judge. You are not perfect. And then he looked at the lady and he didn't say, you know, they're right though. You know, you should be stoned. No. God looked at her and said, go from here and do not sin anymore. And for anyone that does, that thinks or believes that God is judging them or God hates them or God dislikes them, because I know a lot of people that believe that. They believe that and feel like God is not listening because you have sinned so much. I want you to know that the only reason why you probably don't feel God is because you turned away from God. See, there's this thing that, um, and the reason why people say turn to God is because from my experience, I know this, um, when you turn away from God, that's basically your back to him. And when you turn your back to anyone physically in your life, can you see them? You cannot see them. You cannot see what they're doing. 
you cannot see their movements. You cannot really feel them. I feel like when you see things and you are facing it, you can feel the presence of it because you're watching it, if that makes sense. And when it comes to your relationship with God, if you're turned away from God, you cannot see him. You really can't feel him because you're mentally not focused on him. And when you turn back to him, I want to first say that God, when you turn away from God, he never leaves your side. He never leaves you. He's literally still in the same spot that you're in. And at times, God is in a different place than where you're at, waiting for you to cross that finish line. But God has angels and people there with you, um, and he's never going to leave you. And so it gets to the point when you turn to him, you see him. You're facing him, and you feel him. Because because of that you've turned to God, your senses are heightened. You are focused on him. You are looking towards him. You are seeing the things that he's revealing and um, releasing to your life, into your life. And that's, to me, I when people say turn to God, it's the question, like, what is turning to God? And I realize it's literally just turning around. If your back is turned to someone um, and you can't see them, you're going to turn around. If someone calls your name with their back to them, what are you going to do? You're going to turn around. And that's the same with God. When God calls your name, it's either you don't listen, you choose not to listen, you choose not to turn around, or when he calls your name, you're, you're known by your name. You know what your name sounds like. You know, you know what your name is pronounced like. And when God says your name, your automatic, your automatic um, response should be to turn around. Because when someone calls you, your instinct is to know what they want, to know who it is that's calling your name. And I feel like when God calls your name, turn around. Sometimes it's not going to be physically God calling your name that you can hear it, but it's going to be with situations, situations that will turn you around, situations um, such as bad relationships uh, that um, end and you're awakened, that's turning around. Um, situations as in like when people get in car accidents, those who don't believe in God, they get in car accidents and it's a horrible car accident. I've heard stories like this. It's a horrible car accident and um, they make it out of alive with no scratch. That's God turning you around. What is your response out of those situations? Are you turning around to God or are you just going to keep your back to him because you don't want to follow his ways because you want things to go your way and in your plan? And yeah, that's just a different type of story, but that's just basically that. And the whole thing of this podcast, as I bring it to a close, is that God loves you. He always has loved you since he found out that your mother was pregnant. <laughs> um since he knew that he, your mother was going to get pregnant or whatever, um, God loves you since he created you. He loves the time that you spend with him, that you devote with him. Can I just say this thing that if you want your relationship with God to be defined, um, a lot of us want a deeper relationship with God and we don't know how. My advice is to place God in the middle of, an, in your, of your life. Don't place him into your schedule. Don't make a schedule and then place God into it. Place God into it and then make your schedule. A lot of us get so caught up in being busy and um, having businesses and, you know, not making time for God. And we're like, but I don't have time for this. I think that you should make time for God and then make time for everyone, everything else. You may not think that it's possible, but it's possible. God funds for what he creates and I believe that if, if or no, I believe that when you go to God and 
you confirm things with God, um, he will fund for it because it's in his plan and it's in his plans for your life. So if you're wondering how to get a deeper relationship with God, it's time, placing him in your life, giving him the time, um, walking with him and not trying to run, but walking, taking steps. I like to use this reference when it comes to children, when your child is born, the first thing that they require you to do is do tummy time with the, with the child so they know how to roll over um, on their back. They know how to, um, it just really brings the functions of, and the steps of getting them to walk. And once they learn how to roll over from their back to their tummy, and then from their tummy to their back, they learn how to crawl. Um, and once they learn how to crawl, they begin to stand. It's like a process, guys. It's a process. They begin to stand. Once they begin to stand, they begin to take each steps to walk. You don't just see a newborn baby taking off running. If you do, run. <laughs> but all of seriousness, seriousness um, it takes steps. Once the baby learns how to stand, then the baby learns how to take their steps. And I don't mean like walking steps. I mean like steps, one step after one step and after that second step they fall but guess what they get back up because they have their father or their mother guiding them and that's God in your life when he's teaching you how to get back into relations with him when he's teaching you how to get your life back with right with God it's like becoming a newborn again baby it takes time and once the child the baby begins to um take steps they begin to walk with you know still the help of the father or the mother and once you notice when a baby walks the mom or the dad is not next to the child helping them because, you know, they want the child to learn by themselves. But they are still behind them, walking with them with their hands out, with their arms out, just in case the child's fall, fall back and they're able to catch them. That's God in your life. God is, you know, allowing you to walk, teaching you to walk because God doesn't want you to feel bounded or like forced. But God wants to he's teaching you how to walk and he's right behind you just in case you fall back so he can catch you so you can feel safe and protected. That's if that's the step that you're in. That's God with you in those steps and in those moments. Um, so, yeah, I, <laughs> that's about it for this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Um, there was a scripture that I wanted to follow up on in this as I was talking about, you know, getting your life right with God. Um, I wrote it down. I, I do Bible time and I am still in the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah is not like a short book. I um, do, I don't always finish, you know, when I want, I should have, I could have been finished with the book of Jeremiah, but sometimes I take time out from reading and I really take time into really, you know, building a connection with God outside of the Bible. And a lot of people are like, no, that's not how you do it. But I believe that um, you should try to get to know God outside of the Bible as well, because you're learning God through other people's experience. I believe that it's, you know, you should take time to learn God from your own experience. I'm not saying don't read your, your Bible, but I am saying that spend a long time with God. You just you and him. Take a walk with just you and him um, and let him reveal who he is to you in your eyes and not through other people's eyes. Um, but I can say that other people's experiences with him is very influential and that reading your Bible is like a guidebook to how God is and how loving he is and all his miracles. But, you know, sometimes spend a long time with God and really get to know him. Um, where is it? I want to find that scripture and I want to read it to you guys. Um, where is it? 
Be dismayed, Israel. I will surely save you out of. Uh, this is so. This was in the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter thirty, and it was basically um, describing how God <clears throat> was telling his the, his people Israel. This is when God was about to ruin Israel, and they're, because they turned away from God. But this is when God was giving them chances to like surrender and turn to Him. And I just really want to share this. It is Jeremiah thirty verse ten. And it says, so do not be afraid, Jacob, my servant. Do not be dismayed, Israel. I will surely save you out of a distant place, your descendants from the land of their exile. Jacob will again have peace and security. I love how he said again. You know, a lot of us feel like we, we lose a lot of things. We feel like we lost our happiness, our joy. We feel like we lost our um, peace. But God is saying to you, I can give it to you. I will give it to you again if you look towards me and you turn towards me. And then he says, Jacob will again have peace and security and no one will make him afraid. Oh, that's so powerful to me. Declares the Lord, though I completely destroy all the nations among which I scatter you, I will not completely destroy you. I will discipline you, but only in due measure. I will not let you go entirely unpunished. I what I love about this scripture or this message that God was uh, saying, I really love how God said that I will not completely destroy you. Um, it's this thing where people say God will not give you anything that you cannot um, bear or um, that you cannot take or handle. I believe that God will give you things that sometimes you cannot handle to, you know, Sometimes as a test, but also as a building mechanism, as a strengthening mechanism to build your faith and strengthen him. And what I like about this, he said, I will not completely destroy you. Is God saying to me, I believe that it's God saying, you know, I will allow things to, you know, come against you, but they will not stand. God will allow things to come against you that sometimes you will not be able to handle, that you won't have the strength to handle, but it will not stand. It will not control you. And at the end of the day, because of him, it will not completely diminish you and it was like I would discipline you but only in due measure only in a certain amount and that just really touched me so um go read the book of Jeremiah it's powerful it's meaningful it's valuable and yeah and when I mentioned happiness and joy there's one thing I want to share with you guys also before I end is the difference between happiness and joy you all probably know this and for those who don't happiness is based off of items materials people a moment of just happiness because you are happy for just a moment and then it ends and it leaves. Joy is um, something deeply rooted, something built. It is not an emotion, but it is a spiritual connection with God. It is something that is has created in you that's already been in you that sprouts if when you begin to find who you are and deeply find God. So when a lot of people say that I want to be happy, I correct them or I even correct myself said, I don't want to be happy. I would love to be happy. Yes. But I want to be joyful. I want joy more than I want happiness. I don't want something that's temporary. Joy is not temporary. Joy is fulfillment. Joy is permanent. And I want joy and not happiness. So just something for you guys. Have joy and, you know, seek joy and not necessarily happiness. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope, like I said, that whoever's listening, I hope this podcast was meant for you. I pray that this podcast was for you and is for you. Um, I love to speak the words of God and not just words of error and nothing. I want to be a tree that bears fruit for you guys. And I, that's why I continuously work on myself. So if I 
take space and time to make podcasts is because I don't want to, I don't just upload it just for content. I don't just upload it just because I want it to look good. No, I wait until God speaks to me of what to say. I wait. Um, I wait so God can really move in me and lead me because I want to influence you guys. I want this to be more than just joy, like uh, content just to entertain you. I want this to touch your spirit and your soul, hopefully. And if you have any feedback or anything, prayer requests, um, DM me. Follow my page on Instagram, the.marked.by.god. Um, or no, God underscore podcast. And um, DM me there. Follow me there. And give me ideas of what you want to talk about or anything. Just, you know, we're in this together. We're following God together. God made two people. He made a group of people to come together and to follow him and I want us to be a group of people that are believers in God so we can lead other people and more people. And I want to, I want us all to begin to just lead the unbelievers and the, the non-believers and the believers because we are all God's children. And let's try to not be judgmental Christians. Let's be open Christians to um, giving faith and hope into other people. Um, be a tree that bears fruit and not bear um, bad fruit that is not useful. So let's be a tree that bears good fruit. Um, I was supposed to be in this a long time ago. So <laughs> thank you guys. Like I said, thank you, my team VG family for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you guys have a great day. I'm praying that you guys have a great day. It's your host, Shonda. You already know what it is. I am out. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. It says that in scripture, but do you believe it? <laughs> you guys have a good day.